Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You know what I feel like doing? What? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Podcast. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> Samantha, what's up, guys? I didn't know where you're going to go with that. But I didn't I let you. I, was, I let you take it. I, I didn't know where it. I was going either. I was just like stroking my hair, and I'm just like, listen, I went blonde, guys. For those of you that know me, I went blonde, so I'm just I'm having too much fun with it. It's the uh, the highlights, the real, the blondness. I, are th- those aren't technically high. that's just like a full dye. Somewhat. Dirty dumb. blonde. Dead Would you classify that dark. as dirty blonde? Well, when I first had it, it was blonde blonde, but now it's like a little dirty blonde. Well, getting a little dirty, but um, you blonde know, speaking dirty. of getting dirty, you know, we cover all types of information. Here on the Get Comfy podcast, but as of late, this old rivalry we've had, you and me, mano and mano, we've had this rivalry over the podcast and our radio show for we have how many years? How many long how many years? time? Probably like four years. Just about, and we're gonna kind of bring like, it. We're gonna to keep the going. Forefront. Yeah, we're, we're gonna bring going. it to the forefront here. So the NFL season has just kicked off as of mm-hmm. last night. Uh, we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions, go against the Houston Texans. Chiefs won 34-20. Just shout out to the Chiefs. Um, that is, there was a lot that happened. Chief. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's it. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize until I looked at the name and then what you said. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> you know, uh, sports are back. You know, the NFL has just started. The NBA is in their little playoff bubble. MLB, happening. too, is finishing up. MLB is going out with a bang, you know. Shout out to Bang Energy if you want to sponsor us too. Cotton you know. candy flavor is the best flavor, just so you guys know. Rainbow Unicorn. We're all Never had that one. Ooh, Rainbow Unicorn and Froze Rose. Top options. Top tier. Cotton candy I, for me. Highly recommend. Bang Energy, if you are listening, I will consume. Come on down. Come on down. Talk to us here. But as of right now, getting back to everything, Sports are back, and they're in a world of COVID. You know, there's always that threat of COVID lurking. Of course. As of last night, we discovered that players, or I think players and personnel, will be wearing these little microchips on their wrists to kind of indicate how far away they are from said person, who they're around for a specific amount of time, and then also just to kind of monitor their temperature and all that stuff for COVID-related illnesses. So... I kind of want to talk about sports being back, how everything's going to be handled. Also, too, I think it's like not like without us saying what happened last night during the Chiefs and Texans game for, during that moment of unity. So the moment of unity was used to kind of highlight the social injustice problems happening here in America and all over the world, too. But while the Chiefs players and the Houston Texans players were interlocked arm in arm, to kind of signify this they were boos so that was a little what that was a little yeah they were booing the moment of unity apparently i did hear it i didn't think that's what i was hearing but i was like wow looking back on it they were getting booed which was insane to see Uh, but i mean we stray from the point of politics and everything here but it's also important to highlight that 
Um, sports are back. And what are your thoughts on everything kind of coming back? Like, does it give you a sense of like normalcy? I don't even think that's to say that, but I mean, I I mean, I've never been to like, I haven't been to an actual like sporting event in a very long time. Like the last sporting event I was at was a Yankee game when I was in like eighth grade. And let's be real, the the Yankee games, the Yankee stadium, that's hype. You get, forget, you're like hype. Was that the old one or new stadium? I think the older. St- I think they just finished the new stadium. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that lines up. About the like new stadium, though. Ooh, the new stadium's nice. Ugh, oh, I can't yeah. get enough of it. One hundred percent. But um, I'm a little upset because you know, like Tom Brady's not on the Patriots anymore. Oh, we gotta we gotta talk about that too. How Thomas so, Brady, but that has plagued my existence. In case of some of you new listeners don't know. Me and Kevin have had a rivalry for about four years over our football teams. Kevin is a diehard Jets fan, and I am a diehard Patriots fan. So it's also a rivalry in my own relationship as well. Mm-hmm. But we do agree on the Yankees, so we're okay with that. But when It, it all comes, balances out. But when it comes to football season, me and Kevin will become sworn enemies. It's on as from the now kids would say. until February. It is a constant rivalry, bragging right, who's trash, who's not. But we all know the Jets are trash. Like, come on, let's be real here. I don't know, you guys without Brady, with your Cam Newton status over there. I don't know. But, but you guys with your hella losses last season, so I don't know who you talk. See, it this is why out. this is why me and Kevin cannot talk about this one on one because all we'll do is argue about who's trash, and we all know it's the Jets, but it's fine. I mean, that is yet to be determined this year. Mm, we'll but find out. Come I do want to talk about, yeah, come the Super Bowl if they make it. Hashtag Patriots suck. Um, you know, Hashtag Jets ain't never make it to the Super Bowl. We made it in the third one, we, and we won it. Technically, we're undefeated in the Super Bowl. So if you, if you really think about it, you can't lose them if you can't get to them. <laughs> I'm not Look even going to that's such a sad outlook on life, but you know, we, we I, live with it. No comment. <laughs> so with your one ring versus our I know. six. I do have the replica ring over there. I it's don't. A constant reminder. My cousin that. has the actual rings, so Oh, you get like eight of them. Be quiet. You know, I got one. I just got my pinky ring. That's my pinky ring. I wear it as a pinky ring. It's nice. You know what? You'll bust it out of the case if the Jets actually win a Super Bowl. I'll probably die. Like that'll probably be the day I die. It's like the final second. Jets won the Super Bowl. Wait, if you think about it. Imagine you're actually on your deathbed, and your dying wish was for the Jets to win the Super Bowl, and they actually do. I'll come you back can, to life. You can die. You can die at the last second, and the confetti hits. I'll be like that guy. You ever see that video of the guy in the coffin in the car on the highway? He like opens it up and he like rises out of it and starts dancing. That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me. Full live action here. But but week one of the NFL season's underway. You know, everyone's playing at their respective times. Some fans in the stadium, some not. We seen last night there were fans in the stands wearing masks. I'll grant you some of them weren't. Also, too, they kind of seem close together social distancing well then again if you're with the family that's fine they do allow if you're with the family you can be close together because you are in the same household anyways but i do think you really can stadiums are huge you really can social distance fans if you think about it i'm not here to twist mm-hmm. anyone's arm no one come for me because i will come for you i'm just kidding i don't know who you are i'll never meet you 
but you really can. Stadiums are huge. Like mm-hmm. I was, if you heard on the last podcast, I mentioned about the Yankee game. Now my grandfather, the lovely 97 year old he is, he loves the Yankees and he always looks forward to watching a game. And I noticed in the stands that instead of actual fans, they have the fan noises, but they have cardboard cutouts. I know with the I'm, I wish baseball. I was joking. I should have taken a picture of the TV, but it's actual like cardboard cutouts of people. Let me one up you. The Korean baseball organization, oh, the KBO, s- put in the in the stands in replacement of fans, blow up dolls in the in the stands. Wait, what? You know, they put blow-up dolls like, in the like, stands. Like, oh, like, no, like no. exactly like, what went, you think. Like, whole, like, cleaned-out Romantic Depot-type blow-up dolls? Yeah, I will Google KBO blow-up dolls. Yeah, so there was in the stands, I can if I can find the picture. Oh, are these, like, the real... Whoa, are these like the real life ones that are like look like people? Ew, that's scary. No, those are not blow up dolls, those are straight up sex robots. Yeah, those are no, no. <laughs> it's the so, Sophia doll. That is that I can't that even remember. Oh my god, there's another picture here where they have like cardboard cutouts of babies. Oh my, just a bunch of babies watching the games. But I do want to highlight that there's a new rule in the NFL where stadiums can funnel in noise, like just kind of create the environment for the people watching the game. And apparently it's at like 70 decibels, which is like apparently what we're just going to click on my history real quick. (laughs) Just in case, you know, sketchy business. Um, So 70 decibels for crowd noise. You know, WWE has taken measures where they make the crowd noise. They have created the WWE Thunderdome, which I've been a part of. WWE is lit because you could just go on Zoom and basically watch it for free. I have taken um, like a little bit of an advance in that, the WWE Thunderdome. It's a dope process. I mean, grant you, there are very, very wrong reasons people have used it. They have seen um, pictures of a wrestler who is not to be named uh, Chris Benoit, and they put his picture up. And he's kind of like a wrestler no one talks about for specific reasons. Oh, no. Um, there has been Pikachus on the screen. Uh, I don't know. It's It just happened. Pikachu. Yeah, like someone... I was watching Raw the other day, and I was like, wait a second. Is that Pikachu in the stands? So there was a full-blown Pikachu. No Baby Yodas as of yet. So that, there, hasn't been. there should be. You should be the one that does Baby Yoda. I got to. But in my um in my viewing of WWE Thunderdome... I was watching on my computer through my webcam. You can wear WWE shirts. You can wear pretty much anything appropriate. And then you will watch a broadcast. Grant you, it's a few seconds behind the actual one on your TV. But this is also another way to get fans into the arenas. Air quotes, into the arenas. Um, Would you watch like a baseball game or a football game as a virtual fan? Like considering maybe it's like the first row or something. I don't know. I mean, like... If you think about it, yes, but, like, no, because, granted, I could just, instead of going on a webcam, I could just turn on Yes Network and watch the Yankee game, no problem. It's just, it's not the same as actually being in the stand. 
Yeah, that's like, the big thing. Watching it on TV is one thing. Like that's fine because you don't have to deal with the like the fifteen dollar hot dogs or the twenty dollar beers. But I do want. You just like, go to a free one. Don't don't forget the ice cream and the Yankee hat. But it's like if I'm just gonna go into a webcam to watch it from home, I might as well just watch it on cable from home. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I, I got like on there's Thunderdome. Nothing different. It's just. Yeah, I got on Thunderdome. No matter what. You know, Raw usually broadcasts around 8 Eastern Standard Time. And normally whenever I watch Raw or SmackDown, or even NXT for that matter, you know, I'm usually at the end of my day. I'm relaxing. And then I figure to myself, I'm like, I'm going to be on camera. I got to, you know, kind of look presentable, not like trash. And then like sit there and they even tell you like a little ends of the trade here you might not be on the whole broadcast of raw they like to cycle out fans and like you'll get moved to specific places so you might be in the actual thunderdome itself but you might be in the all the way in the back you might be in the front you might be on the side so there's no really telling where you're gonna be yeah no that's like weird but it's like they're cycling out fans but it's like are you in and then out and then you're like missing the broadcast type of thing? Oh, and that was a big project too. They give you a call time to go like actually into the live stream. I was given nine o'clock. Some fans were given eight o'clock. Now eight o'clock, you would imagine those are the first fans in. They're going to be there. Like no problem. Nine o'clock. That's like an hour into raw. And I try to go in and it says Thunderdome is full. So it's like, you told me to come at nine but you say it's full, so I can't go in. So they must really not be, like, cycling fans then. It's really tough, and imagining that however many fans sign up for this thing, it's really weird to, like, say, like, come at 9, but it's oh, well, full. it's full. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, you missed it. Sorry, come back next time. Um, but they do do the sign-ups, like, every week. It's, like, for Raw, SmackDown. They might do it for NXT, and I know they do it for the pay-per-views. So Guaranteed. it's always something to look out for. But what I have heard from my inside source is that a lot of wrestlers are actually going to be moving to AEW. Mm-hmm. So might as well cover that, too, while we're here talking about WWE. Um, there has been a recent releasing of a lot of wrestlers back in April, I would say, April, March, around that time. And we have seen the 90-day no-compete clause expire, and now they're going to be on AEW. There's been some people going to Impact Wrestling, and you'll see a mass migration of people from WWE over to AEW for whether it be creative differences. I mean, Renee Young just left the company, and she said that she just didn't feel like she was treated right. So it's a big time in wrestling, in sports, in any sort of form of entertainment. Because not only do they have to adapt, they also have to find ways to keep viewers interested. WWE has suffered a lot of ratings drops. I mean, grant you, ratings in the long run don't mean much because there's always the network. You can always get your content there. Sometimes I watch Raw and SmackDown on Hulu because they cut out all like the, the BS, so yeah. to speak. And they kind of give you the abridged version of the show, which is very helpful, like watching a half an hour show versus a three hour show. But, you know, getting back to the idea of sports being back and the way that the league is handling things, even whether it be the NBA, NHL, they haven't even started yet, um, and the NFL. 
like, what do you think would happen if a case of COVID broke out in the NFL? Do you see them taking a hit with, you know, fan viewership? Like if, let's say, not wishing it on him, but let's say a, a receiver for the Dallas Cowboys gets, and he's like one of their star players, he gets, um, he gets put on the COVID reserve list and he's not playing for two months or whatever. Would you be inclined, like say if it's the Patriots, like your favorite player on the Patriots, if he's not on, or if he's not going to play, would you even bother watching? Like, or would you just be like, well, it's my team. I'll still watch anyway. I mean, well, unfortunately my favorite player retired a long time ago, so I still watch no matter what. But, um, I mean, it doesn't matter if one player is out, like there's still a very well put together team. And like, even if they have one loss, they're even people that are not playing in the NFL, like they're constantly training. They're still at practice, so they know what to do. So it's not that it's going to be a huge loss. Would it be a little rough? Oh yeah, absolutely. I see that happening, but it's like when they're constantly working, constantly getting ready, constantly practicing and also making themselves better as a person and a team. That's all that really matters because no matter what, as they say, there is no I in team, but it's them together. So I think no matter what they do, if someone were to get COVID, I don't think the whole team would be out that one person. Absolutely. But they can still make themselves better, even if they're one man down. Yeah. I noticed with also too, with the idea of COVID existing, they didn't really have, they had training camp. They didn't have a preseason and we've seen injuries pile up across teams across Mm -hmm. the board star players von miller went down with an injury i think it was like a tendon in his foot like the one that kind of stabilizes yourself i don't know i'm not a doctor but he could be out for yeah he could be out for three months or six months that's a big star on the denver broncos team yeah and who's to say that you know in that time what happens with recovery and stuff like this and if the league starts to notice an increase in injuries increase in cases and just an overall just not well reception of the league as it stands right now, it could affect the NFL in a big way. And it could also, I mean, grant you with players opting out too, there's been a lot of players across the league opting out of this season. It could open the doors for teams that don't really do well to Mm -hmm. kind of make a play at the championship. Grant you, no one's beating the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're the lock for the Super Bowl. NFC, you can see the Dallas Cowboys, who knows? Um, but as it stands right now, the NFL season is not going to be anything we recognize. It's going to be different. There's going to be different protocols. I mean, I mean a lot last of things night, are going to be different, too. A lot of yeah. things. I mean, last night, looking at the fans in the crowd, or like in the stands, I was like, wow, like it feels normal. But at the same time, too, everyone's wearing a mask. Yep. The stadium isn't packed. Arrowhead is always packed. Like, that's a main thing. And Who's to say, like, they go to different states because each state has their own COVID law. Mm-hmm. You know, what if they come here to New York? There's going to be no fans in the stands. That's already a given. And they're going to funnel in fan noise. It's you can also hear F-bomb, too. They're not going to, if you think about it, a lot of these places are going to be very limited with their traveling. Because don't forget, a lot of states are still closed. Yeah. So they're very limited on where they can go. And I feel like the certain, like the states that are closed, I think the teams won't be participating. Yeah, they should honestly just make a bubble like the uh, NBA did and just be like, hey, 
all teams come to this state, preferably a state that doesn't have like a lot of cases of COVID. Yeah. And be like, you can play your season here. If all the teams come to this state, play the season out because you can you can use the field multiple like you can have multiple games during the week too, like a Monday game, a Wednesday, yeah. a Friday, a Saturday. And it's perfect because God forbid they are coming from a high risk state, they could still be in that state quarantine for the two weeks and then get into it. That's going to be, I think that's also going to be a very challenging thing because a lot of the Southern states are still very, very high risk. So those teams are going to have a lot of difficulty traveling everywhere and being everywhere. Like no one's going to want them. Even if they say, if, if there's a team and there could be a team in Florida, I have no idea. I'm not, I'm the Miami not. Dolphins, Tampa Bay, Jacksonville. God, I'm an idiot. Take your pick. Thank you. Um, say the Miami Dolphins come to naming the state. They go to Michigan. Michigan, is, I assume, is not a high-risk state. But if the Dolphins go to Michigan and they're coming from Florida, which is high-risk, they have to go there two weeks ahead of their time to quarantine for those two weeks to know that they're good, to then practice to then do the game, to then get ready to go home, and they have to redo that whole cycle every time they leave the state. You have to basically, if you're coming from those high-risk states, any team, football, baseball, uh, basketball, hockey, you have to push your schedule ahead two weeks. Yep. It's, It's the preparation time, and like you said, travel time. And you don't really know, like, grant you, I'm not getting into this whole, is COVID serious or not, whatever. You don't know who has a case. I think it's like two weeks or something, or it's like a couple days. It's about can, two weeks. For, it's a 14-day time period to actually see symptoms. So people can start showing symptoms in two days, five days, or some people don't show them at all. There's a lot of asymptomatic cases. But if you really think about it, yeah, everything is fine right now. Everything is great a lot of states have their cases under control granted some are going up because the college kids have gotten back but what's to say with all these players traveling and the diehard fans if they do allow fans they travel all over the states for the games that could possibly risk it again everything could spike and then the season's over within a month yeah and we say this as the first game of the season just happened last night So that's one game. Sunday, there's like five, six games going on across the nation. So you never really know what's going to happen until next week or the week after that, because then we'll get another Thursday night game. We'll get Sunday and then we'll get all throughout the NFL. We'll get everything. Also, two players being signed to teams, players showing symptoms and then getting put on the COVID list. So who knows where this season will go? All I'm saying is Kansas City Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. And it's also, um, oh, I think so too, especially if they don't really have the playoffs. If it's just like, all right, we'll take the previous winner and just met. And what they could do too is match them up with someone the fans want to see. My thing is, if you're nervous about the entire season, do a couple games and then do a fan survey. Keep the Chiefs as the reigning champions. Have them automatically go. Pick a few teams and do a fan survey. See who they would want to against the chiefs i heard the jets are the team that everyone wants to see everybody wants to see yeah Uh i don't know where i heard it i just heard it someone told me 
Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. But it's a, it's a lot of, there's a lot of steps you have to take. There's a lot of precautions that have to be brought into it. And I think uh, my cousin's husband, as I mentioned before, uh, he is the scout for the New England Patriots. Shout out to Brian. But he just went back to work the middle to end of August. He just went back from working from home for all these years. Now, granted, something like that, what he does, he can work from home because why not? But it's just he also has to be careful because traveling everywhere, coming home. My cousin is a teacher and they're two young kids and their kids go to school. Usually they have to watch each other. Um, they are just everyone just really needs to be careful. And hopefully the NFL has had enough time to create precautions and figure out travel schedules and where they're going, where they're not going and things could work out, but you never know in the long run. You can't really predict, well, as my dad and I say, you can't predict the future, but Mm -hmm. you can only, you can let it play out, see what happens. Especially in these times, you never really know. But uh, one thing you do know is the Get Comfy podcast will be here for you every single Sunday. And then the Get Comfy Lowdown will be available every Wednesday morning. And then, of course, the Get Comfy Game Break will be available every Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. If you did like the podcast, I do recommend you share, you like, you do all that fun stuff. Kind of get us out there to the public. If you have a friend that might be interested in what we talk about, share this episode. Repost on social media. Do whatever you need to. Also, shout out to the Believe Podcast Network for being the new home for the Get Comfy Podcast. And yeah, just keep an eye out for all these new, fun, interesting ideas we have coming for you. I'm not going to say too much on that because honestly, I don't even know what's going to happen. But and I we do don't know. Like giving things away. We like you guys to be surprised every week. You know, it's a breadcrumb trail. We like to leave it out for you, you know, a little trail for you. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.